Murders, mysteries, unexplained stories, and our family's crazy opinions on them all. Join us now. The Family School of Thought is in session. Okay, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to today's episode of the Family School of Thought. Hello. How's everybody doing today? Good. Wonderful. Good, good. A little cold here in Michigan. How's it in Portland? Uh, pretty cold. Pretty uh, gray skies. Not much happening. We had snow yesterday. And I think it maybe snowed a little bit today, but not much. Good. All right. Jesse, you want to get us started with the uh, fact of yeah. the day? Yeah. Yeah, so I have a couple because they're just kind of short ones. They're short and sweet. So first one, mental floss, amazing fact of the day. Um, did you guys know Seattle was originally called New York? I didn't. No, I did not. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I just read somewhere recently, too, that New York basically, I don't know what it, like it would essentially be called, but they basically have copyrighted unless it's like New York City, New York State, then nobody's allowed to use New York as a city. So hmm. could be true. I don't so, know for sure. But I'm pretty Seattle sure name themselves New York after New York. Well yeah, because New York was originated before the West. Yeah. So I know, but I'm just saying they use that name to like yeah, Ovid really named yeah, themselves Ovid after New York. Ovid. Yeah. Right, yeah. But, so, and that's like the same. Like, there's a, you know, I don't know where in the United States. I think it's in Ohio. I don't know. There's like a Paris, Ohio, or a Paris somewhere. Right. A Paris in Canada. So it's like a lot of those, or like New 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 York is really York from yeah. over in the UK. But and so it's yeah. I'm pretty sure that they have like a hold on the name, so you're not allowed to use huh. New York. Well, that's interesting. No, I did not know that. So, yeah, my second fact of today, so mental floss, amazing fact. This one is actually from today. The world, the, and the Cassie will get this, why I wanted to use this one. The word Dumbledore was an 18th century word for bumblebees. Oh. Yeah. Dumbledore. So, of course, I had to well, that, yeah. that one. So, yeah. Interesting. I did know that one, so it wasn't a surprise thing to me. No, I, I didn't know that one. You know, but I'm a Harry Potter nerd, so there you go. There you have it. There you go. Okay. All right, Cass, how about a song for us this week? Okay, so uh, I don't know if you guys maybe know this one or not. I don't know if you've heard it before. So I wouldn't be talking and then I saw that. So. You can hear my first original reaction. <laughs> they are coming to Michigan for concerts. They are on their red, green, and blue tour or whatever. It's something with colors. They are on their world tour right now. Yeah. So they are coming to Michigan in August. Are you going to go see them? Oh, I absolutely. To, but nobody wants to <laughs> Yeah, I saw they were coming to Seattle, too. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, so this is obviously Mbop by the incomparable Hanson. Hanson! But it has to be... original tapes. Yes. Well, Well, yeah. So this obviously has to be on the creepy list, but do you know why? Well, it's real... Mom and Dad, you go first. Yeah, I think Jesse knows the reason. There's a lot of reasons that's a keep creepy song. <laughs> but the fact it, that it was like preteen kids singing it. Yeah. Yeah. But Jesse, do you want to do it, or do you want me to tell them? No, you 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 go ahead. I mean, I should. I am a, a huge Hanson fan. <laughs> My room was Florida Stone. At your age, Hanson posters. <laughs> hey, they're the same age as me, so like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They had good music, and when they were on Mass Singers. Did I not tell you that is Hanson? A hundred percent. Before it was revealed. There you go. Go ahead, Cass. 
Well, so it's actually kind of a creepy song in the fact that it's really about how friendships are fleeting and you Mm -hmm. don't really ever get special people in your lives. And if you do, they tend to leave because it's, (laughs) it's got lyrics such as and then they're gone. (laughs) Yeah. You should cherish the relationships you have while they're there. Yeah. So the whole song is all these preteens singing about how life is going to be hard and you're going to have struggles and you might not have people around you to help. Yeah. So it's It's pretty creepy. (laughs) Watch it grow. Yeah. Right. (laughs) There you go. Let's listen to more of it. (laughs) Great today. What? Cass, your hair looks fantastic. I love it. Thanks. Uh, I debated if I was going to have it down or not. So... But I did. But um, I do remember telling probably both of you girls when you were young, you were so into loyalty to your friends and stuff. And I'm like, you know, they're yeah. they're not going to be your friends when you're older. Well, well, <laughs> I have a couple. You know, if you think they're long, they're lifelong friends. They they're probably going to drift away. Well, and the I guess, and family guess, was always going to be there for you. Yeah. I guess that was my point. I was always trying to make because your family's here forever. Friends are going to come and go. But I think the, the 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 song is more about just relationships in your life. Yeah. Because some people don't have good families. And yeah. They don't have families that last. So, but yeah, that one. Because yeah, it doesn't song, specifically say like friends. Flower. It says yeah, it it yeah. says like people it's in your like life are going to come and go. You gotta you gotta water and take care of those relationships to make them last I, and grow. And, and you'll grow. never know which one grows. Right. I totally agree with that. So it's that's a secret creepy. nobody knows. It's a secret nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> if like I could play ever. you the whole song, I would just, but copyright oh, won't allow me to. I just gonna be playing that song when we get off. Today. <laughs> I have it. It's on my YouTube music. Okay, I already have it. Every year at Christmas, guess what? I don't have a CD player anymore, but I still have the CD. And every year, listen to Snowden because it is the best Christmas CD or Christmas album ever. And so, wow. and then they came out with another one, and it has a couple good hits, but. Like recently, they came. And did you know? I mean, God, look at me, fangirling over here. Did you know that they have they created their own beer called Um Hops? Yes, I did know that. <laughs> I did know that. I feel like I've been told that before, probably from you. <laughs> and they know a man from Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of ingenious to name it Um Hops. Like that's you got to give yeah, it to them there. There you go. There goes my my well. preteen heart. So. <laughs> I did it for you. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jess. I think you're up this week. Aren't yeah. You? So, I mean, do you guys ever read Amazon reviews? Do you ever like listen, like read through those, like when you're making a purchase or anything? Uh, every single time. Mm-hmm. I, every single I time. I have sometimes, but not. Not normally if I'm ordering from a company that I've never ordered from. I yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So do you take them seriously? Yeah. No. So mm-hmm. Yeah. So my story today, I think Cassie's picked up on it. I that. already know this one. It's the Amazon review killer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so the story begins. So the Amazon Amazon review killer. He became known after he was arrested, like when he, you know, like when they were kind of doing the investigation. That's what he, he became known as uh, by the media, which I think is pretty, you know, most serial killers get their name from the media kind of thing. But so Todd, and I think his name is pronounced Colehep. So Todd Colehep, um, he was convicted for murdering seven people between. 2003 and 2016. So it's kind of a recent, more recent uh, serial killer. Um, But looking back into his history, it's been a lifelong issue of his where he's, as a kid, it started out of having anger issues. 
um, basically through his whole life. He's been a problem child um, through his whole life. And so he was born in Fort Lauderdale, Florida in 1971. And at the age of two, his parents divorced. His mom got remarried um, fairly quickly, I would think. Um, but his stepdad adopted him officially in 1976. Um, and they moved to uh, South Carolina. And allegedly, like growing up, he, you know, it's the same typical serial killer thing where he was abused and abandoned. Um, but allegedly, his grandpa had, when he was a kid, would hit him with a cattle prod. So, seems pretty crazy. But I only saw that, like, just a brief little outline of that. So, I don't know if that's true or not, but there, there you have it on that. So, but growing up as a kid, he was a known bully at school. He would, um, he would cause havoc in the classroom. He would break um, other classmates' projects when they were doing class projects. Um, he was kicked out of the Boy Scouts when he was a kid for his bad behavior. And there's alleged stories of that he killed a goldfish. I don't know if it was a class goldfish or his pet goldfish, but he put bleach in the tank to kill it. And then he also shot a neighborhood dog with a BB gun. So this was all before the age of nine. Um, by the age of nine, he was in a mental hospital for his mental instabilities. Um, and he blamed a lot of it on his stepdad. He despised his stepdad. And he kept continued to tell his mom and his stepdad he wanted to live with his biological dad who lived in Arizona. And... That was the reason why he was acting out. Um, eventually, in the 80s, his mom and stepdad were going through a divorce. And so it was decided he would go and live in Arizona with his biological dad. So in 1983, he moved out to Tempe, Arizona to live with his dad. His biological dad, knowing and has been on record saying that he had anger issues as a kid, decided it would be a great idea to teach him how to make bombs and to blow up things and to teach him how to shoot a gun and to use guns. Um, but Perfect he, idea. Yeah, right. right. Perfect. He soon, soon grew to like despise his dad, his biological dad, because he is, his dad often abandoned him to go out with his girlfriends, to go out on dates. Um, and so he was left alone quite a bit by himself. And so after a couple years, he continued to bug his dad that he wanted to move back to South Carolina, South Carolina with his mother and his stepfather. But his mom continues to continued to have like excuses and reasons why he should stay in Arizona. So I think it was parents didn't know how to deal with him, how to handle him. Um, it kind of sounds like he was, there was a clear abandonment with his dad, um, but um, his biological dad, um, but I don't know, there, but there was continued anger issues. He was known for his outbursts, his violent outbursts and his anger. Um, but that all escalated uh, one night in 1986. On November 25th, um, his dad was out. He was home alone. He decided to lure a local 14-year-old girl. Um, he was 15 at the time, so still young, a young kid, a teenager. Um, around the age that I was like full blown loving Hanson right there. So, um, there's my, <laughs> there's where my mind was back then. But, um, so he lured this 14 year girl out of her house, um, by convincing her that her boyfriend had wanted to talk to her. So when she got out of the house, he forced her into his house, um, at gunpoint, he used a 22 caliber, uh, revolver and forced her into his house. Once he had her in there, he bound her limbs with rope, taped her mouth, and then repeatedly raped her. Um, and then after that, he walked her home and basically told her, you know, it, um, he threatened her that if she told anybody of what happened, that he would kill her young siblings and then her parents in front of her. And so um, hoping to kind of scare her to keep her quiet. Well, guess what? She talked. And within hours, he was arrested for his crimes. And um, at that time, he was evaluated and diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. Um, and he was given a psych evaluation. 
um, where it was discovered that he had emotional disturbances, but no psychosis. Um, he actually was extremely intelligent um, and had an IQ at that time of 118. So he was really intelligent. Um, and, but when they, the investigators asked why he decided to do this and rape an innocent girl, his response was because he was mad at his dad. That was his response to it. Um, and so he got uh, through the, he was arrested, you know, after a, a, uh, like an hour, a couple hours later, he was tried as an adult at 15 for those crimes. Um, and then, but he had a plea deal um, to dismiss his sexual assault charges. Um, so he pled guilty for kidnapping charges um, and agreed to register as a sex offender. And he served 15 years in prison um, for those crimes. And um, that was in uh, January 19th, 1987 is when he was convicted of those, those crimes and began his sentence without parole at that time. So a 15 year old serving 15 years in, in prison for that. Um, is that at, a, um, just from actually by the show I've been watching, I was telling you about, that's kind of a harsh sentence. for Right. And that was so, when, yeah, time, when I looked at that, the judge had basically, his kind of reasoning was he didn't think this kid was going, that um, this Todd Colehep uh, was going to improve if he gave him a lighter sentence. He didn't see that he was sorry for his crimes, you know, so he was trying to throwing the book at him basically um and while he was in prison up until you know for like five the first five years he had a lot of violent outbursts he had a lot of issues inside the prison and was in a lot of trouble but eventually he kind of calmed down i guess you can say he got his he earned his bachelor's degree from central arizona college and um, he got a bachelor in science for computer science um but none of his parents, so his mother, his stepfather, his biological father, none of them visited him during his 15 years that he served in prison, um, which I think is kind of sad. And it kind of leads back to maybe why he was the way he would, why he is the way he is, I guess you can say, but because um, he is still alive. But so he served his 15 years. He was released in August of 2001. Um, he was 30 years old at that time, so still kind of young. Um, he moved to, he was released in August, in November, he moved out to Spartanburg, South Carolina, um, to be near his mom. And um, he got his driver's license. He found um, a job at, it was called uh, Stevenson's and Company. It was a sporting apparel business. Um, and he was able to obtain that job because he fabricated his whole employment history on his resume. And um, so he worked there in 2002 to 2003. He worked as a graphic designer. Um, he went back to school and got a second Bachelor of Science degree in business administration and marketing. And then in 2006, he got his real estate license um, and he was able to obtain that because he lied about his felony charges for being a sexual, um, for, um, for his kidnapping charges and for, um, oh, um, for being a, a registered sex offender, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, and he even, he got his private pilot's license and he uh, bought several properties outside of South Carolina and in states outside of South Carolina. And he bought a hundred acres in more South Carolina. So he seemed to be getting his life back on track um, soon after that. But- well, Sounds um, pretty ambitious. Yeah, he, he was pretty ambitious. And so he kind of, he, he started his own real estate company. It was very successful. And he kind of lived under the radar for sev several years um, until late August of 2016. Um, at that time, he had hired a Kayla, I think it's Kayla, Kayla Brown and her boyfriend, Charles Carver, to clean his house. Um, and so then on August 31st of 2016, two were reported as missing. Um, and so Spartan, Spartanburg County Police, they began searching. Um, I think there was an elevated or like, yeah, an elevated um, 
alertness of their them missing due to uh, Charles Carver's Facebook page. I think I read somewhere where he wasn't posting. He was continuously posting, and then all of a sudden he stopped posting. I think that was kind of what I understood from that. Um, but the um, Spartanburg County Police were able to, in their search for these two missing people, locate and ping the last location of their cell phones, which happened to be at Todd Colehep's um, home. So they went to his home and they searched his property. And during that search, they heard banging from one of the shipping containers that was on his property. Uh, and granted, again, back he in, um, it's not back, he had bought 100 acres of property in Moore, South Carolina. So this was on that property. He had put a fence around the entire part of his property so nobody could get in and out. Um, and so police heard the banging and the in, in, coming from inside the shipping container. So they went to investigate. Um, on no November 3rd, they found uh, Kayla Brown, who was chained up inside of the shipping container. Um, and she... Uh, had admitted that she'd been there for about two months. So, which makes sense, late August to November, early November. Um, but she had been raped repeatedly in those two months. And um, so they asked where Charles Carver was and she admitted, she testified that um, Todd Cole had shot Carver in front of her uh, before he chained her up and locked her into the shipping container. Um, and his reason be to do that was because he was mad at her for one of the things that she did. He was mad at the decision she did, she made. Um, and he, she testified that he intimidated her not to escape from that or not to attempt to escape by showing her other victims of his. And so there, then there became a search on where are these other victims? Are there really other victims? Um, so following his arrest, they searched his past, uh, his property and found two more bodies on the property. Um, and when those two bodies were found, he then later confessed to his mother that he, um, that he killed four other people at a super bike motorcycle company, um, and along with killing the two people that were found on his property. Um, and the, he confessed to these because he wanted to be able to talk to his mom. So he basically said, if you let me talk to my mom, I'll confess to more. And then he confessed to his mom of these other killings. Um, and so the, the, during the search, they found several, multiple, like hundreds of weapons, some legal, some illegal weapons, some that were registered, some not registered. Um, but then during the investigation, that's when they started to discover some oddities on his Amazon or like they were looking at his computer and saw that he was leaving reviews on Amazon and they discovered these reviews that to the general public would seem that they would be a joking product review or sarcastic uh, but they actually became these real reviews that he was leaving based on the weapons that he was using to kill people or use them and chain them up um, for that. So uh, he had reviews on padlocks that he used in the storage units or in the um, shipping containers rather. Like what? This doesn't keep my prisoner so, in proper air. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> let's go here. so let me, um, so let me share my screen real quick so I can pull up. Um, <clears throat> Let me, I want to do a tab. I just want to share one of my tabs. Um, there we go. So I'm sharing this tab with you guys. So you can see here, here's a foldable shovel that he, and I don't know if you guys can read it because it is pretty small print. I'm just pulling it up on Google images, but um, it's a, a folding shovel that he put it, his review was, it's a five-star review. He, it's a, he keeps it in his car for when you need to hide the bodies and you left your full-size shovel at home. Does come, <laughs> it does not come with a midget, which would have been nice. Wow. Um, so, yeah, and that was posted in September 13th, on September 13th of 2014. Um, 
and another review for a stun gun. He five star review. He said this is a great item. Seriously, trying to find a reason to zap one of my agents for being lazy. It's going to be a new office motivational tool. This was in May on May fifteenth, two thousand fourteen, when he was a real estate agent and the owner of a real estate company. Um, wow. A master lock. It's a hidden shackles padlock. Five star review. He said it works great. Also, if somebody talks back, go old school on them by putting this in a sock and beating them. They will not appreciate the hardened steel like you will. Works great on shipping containers too. Um, so then he has, I'm just kind of clicking on some more. So here's a, a fixed blade knife and haven't stabbed anybody yet. Yes. But I will. I am keeping the dream alive, and when I do, it will be a, with a quality tool like this. He only gave that one a four star, but you know he, he hasn't, hasn't used it yet. it yet. Yeah, so you know, but here's the master padlocks that he. This one solid locks. He gave it a five stars. I have five on a shipping container. Won't stop them, but sure will slow them down till they are too old to care. So. This one was posted on September 13th of 2014. Again, Kayla Brown and Charles Carver were discovered in November of 2016. So that was a couple years later uh, after he uh, posted those reviews on there. But it is kind of weird to see, you know, with all that kind of stuff. So there's also one for a chainsaw too under there. Yes. Yeah. That's I would um, see get to that one. Yeah, so the chainsaw one, which, as far as I can see, he never actually used a chainsaw to murder his victims, but I I don't know for, for sure. Five-star review, works excellent. Getting the, the neighbors to stand still while you chase him with it is hard enough without having an easy-to-use chainsaw. Wow. So, yeah, so these were all like posted in 2014. Um, for I wonder why people like him get out of jail. Yeah, so, and, like, this is this is him. So there's, you know, he's got all these things. So he, yeah, so he has all these reviews, and nobody really knew, uh, you know, like, those reviews were his. He, he had it, um, like, his username for those reviews was just as me. So nobody really knew it. When they were doing all the investigation and searching his property, they just found his... The, the links to his him being that user um, for those those uh, um, reviews. So he became known as the Amazon review killer. During the investigation, while he was arrested, again he had, had admitted to other murders. They found two bodies on his property. Those two bodies, it was a couple: Johnny Joe Coxie and Megan Lee McCraw Coxie. Um, they were 30, 20, I think Johnny was 30, Megan was 29. Um, and that's the same as like Kayla and um, Charles. They were like late 20s, early 30s. All, all of his victims were around that age. So around the same age as him. But apparently they had gone missing on December 22nd of 2015. And they were hired from him as again from Todd uh, Colehep, they were hired to clean his house, uh, the same as what Kayla Brown and Charles Carver were. Um, and they were shot and killed and buried on his property. Um, so then he later again confessed to killing four people at the Superbike Motorsports store, or like it was like a dealership kind of thing um, in Chesney. South Carolina, I think that's how you say it. Um, so that, and those victims were the owner, Scott Ponder, and then there's Brian, Lo Brian Lucas, Chris Sherbert, and then Beverly Guy, who was Scott Ponder's mother. Um, they were all shot, multiple gun wounds, and that murder had gone um, unsolved for a while. That one was on November 6th of 2003. So he wow. killed those people. It went unsolved and was a cold case for 13 years, basically. 
Um, and the reason that he ended up giving or his mother gave to the police why he killed those people, those four people, was because he had attempted to return a motorcycle to him that he bought from that location. And they laughed at him because he was trying to return it because he, he wanted his cash back and because he didn't know how to ride a motorcycle. So they were making fun of him. And so he went home, got a gun, came back and shot them all. And um, the police were kind of hesitant on believing his story that he was the, the killer of this. But then he admitted that he shot all four of them in the forehead. And the police were like, that was information that was not released to the public. Nobody else knew that except for the people working on the case. So they were able to confirm that he was the person that shot and killed those four people back in November of 2003. Um, so, that, so there was a total of the four people in 2003 to the couple in 2015. And then Charles Carver was in... 2016, Kayla Brown actually survived. So she's the only known survivor from his like killing spree from 2003 to 2016. And then um, she was able to testify against him um, for that. So let me look in, went back and forth on my notes. So following his arrest um, after uh, Kayla Brown was located, um, he had told his mother, again, like a lot of what he was claiming, he only told to his mom. He would only speak to his mom, which I think is another trait of serial killers where they have serious mommy issues. Um, but he, when she asked how many victims there were, because he kept, he continues to this day to say that there's more victims that people don't know about, but he won't give any more information. But when she asked how many, his response was, you don't have enough fingers. So I don't know what to feel about that because to me, I'm like, okay, so there's three more or there's more than three. I like, I don't know because if he already killed seven, he's been convicted of seven. If you don't right. have enough fingers, most people have 10 fingers. So that would be like three, maybe four more. <laughs> so, but he did claim to shoot a victim in Arizona um, I didn't see where in Arizona, in Arizona, so I'm assuming in Tempe. Um, but when he claimed that, the Arizona police went back to search all their cold cases um, from basically from when he moved to Arizona in 1983 until he was convicted for kidnapping and raping the 14-year-old girl in 1986. And then they were looking at cold cases from when he was released from prison in August of 2001 through the time that he was there in November of 2001. Um, so they, they were looking, but there's been really, they can't link anything to him in that one. Um, he was also named as a person of interest in a 2003 unsolved bank robbery um, in Greer, South Carolina, where it was a triple homicide um, at the bank. And this was, I couldn't find if it was before or after, but it was six, it was a six month difference between um, the bank robbery and the super bike uh, motorcycle uh, killing that he did. Um, he has denied this. Um, he said that that was not him and the police have not been able to link any kind of evidence to him. So he's been kind of released from um, a personal interest label on that, that case. Uh, but back in December of 2017, he also he wrote to the Spartanburg Herald Journal and claimed in his like open-ended letter basically that he had more victims. He just won't release any information um, from that. So there could be more, um, but nobody can really find any evidence that links him to those. But he was charged for his his murders for he had um he was charged for four counts of murder uh for the the chesney the superbike motorcycle place one ca uh, one count of kidnapping for um caleb brown's abduction and then later after he was arrested and uh, he was later charged for three counts of murder for um 
for Charles Carver and the, the Coxies. And then he was also charged with one count of kidnapping, three counts of possession of a weapon during the commission of a violent crime. Not really sure what that one quite means, but um, those, those were his charges. He made another plea deal um, to get out of capital punishment. And so he pled guilty on May 26 of 2017. And he was sentenced then to seven consecutive life sentences without parole. Um, and to this day, like I said, to this day, he still claims that there are at least two other murders that um, he's done, um, but he won't give any more details for that. So I'm thinking that he will, if he really did uh, commit two other murders, he's probably going to try to use that to get out early or what, but I, mean, I don't deal. see him. Right, yeah. So he he was sentenced without parole, so I don't see him ever getting out ever again. So, well, it's if they let him out, the world's got a problem. I, I hope they don't. So, um, and hopefully not in our lifetime, at least. But um, not. Yeah. So, but I also wanted to to sh I want to share another picture. I'm gonna find it though, um, because. His business card is one I've seen all around. I feel like it's it's used in a lot of stuff, and it's an actual serial killer. Yes. So yeah, when, I, when you were showing that, I thought that I've seen that realtor. Yeah, so that must be me, a like a franchise of a realtor agent. Let me. Yeah. So it's like a stock photo. They have here, those yeah. So this is him. Um, right. I, I don't know when. I'm assuming in early 2000s, after he got his, his uh, um, realtor license. So he got his realtor license in yeah. 2006. Um, so th I'm thinking that that was probably around the time. But I mean, I've seen this realtor, like this business card in a lot of places, but this is actually- Yeah, him. I have too. So, I thought of that when you were talking about earlier. When he was arrested. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. I don't think I've ever seen yeah. it. Oh, really? It must be a Do you, like, like a franchise think you've of a real seen it like on like, like bus stops or like or do you think you've seen it no like, I like I it's you... like more of like an advertising type of like a type of thing right. um it's like you know like Century Twenty One or right. yeah Next so you or, think you've you know, seen it like on billboards I don't yeah. know you know I honestly I don't know I've where... seen a, I've seen houses for sale by that you know yeah but yeah. that's not, like. I, when I, I was doing my research for this, mm -hmm. when I was doing my research for this um, topic, I saw that business card. I'm like, oh, this is just an ad. I'll scroll through. I'm like, oh, wait, 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 wait. That's his actual business card. Hmm. So I'm like, okay, that's what, you know, and like, I remember, I don't know where I've seen it, but I've seen it in the past. So, um, so yeah, that, that's my story. Kind of short and sweet, but um, awful. I don't know if it's sweet, I guess, but yeah. So I have a lifetime of, you know, I guess killing and uh, like it was a, he killed the goldfish when he was like five years old. So it's like, right. I you mean, know, he's been constantly. Yeah. He should know, have been put, put away way back then and we could yeah. have eliminated all of these crimes. No. You know, Unfortunately, people that are that act out like that and start really well, animals as kids. it is an exclamation yeah um, yeah but and i think too because he was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder well yes, he was diagnosed with that at, but if he was diagnosed with that at 15 there people have medications so if he wasn't taking his medication or if he wasn't getting the treatment that he should be getting and it kind of sounds like you know he went to jail so who knows if they allowed that kind of stuff or whatever but i also like you got to look at the timelines too he was released from prison for kidnapping and raping a 14 year old girl when he was 15 years old he was released when he was 30 after serving 15 years in 2001 and then he killed four people two years later mm -hmm. yeah and you know if like not before then if, right if exactly not if then. not before then yeah and then on top of it it's like you know especially like if he's leaving all those reviews on amazon those were just a couple i'm sure that there's more but um you know those were all posted in 2014 to 2015 so there's a good chance between 2003 and 2015 
he kills more people. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. And, and all that time that he spent in prison, he was probably mad and thinking of how and who he was going to kill. Right. Yeah. I don't between, know. And, you know, did he kill his stepfather? Did he kill his dad? Are they still no. alive? Yeah. I think they're all alive. alive. But I know, like, his defense counsel, his attorney, from when he was, like, 15, had basically said, you know, like, he didn't think that this guy would get, you know, serve his time and get released and go on a killing spree. Like, they all thought that once he went to jail, he would kind of reform and, you know, like, get better and, you know, you know, see that punishment. But he clearly did not. And it well, kind of sounds but, like too, like his. But he made it look like he did. He got degrees and right, he, right, you know. exactly. But I think that's part of it too. Is that he? Oh, I don't know. I think to that that too is like you a little bit of narcissistic tendencies there. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, he like made it out that he got his life together. And I think that was something too. He all this and when he was a kid happened when he was in Arizona. So when he got released from prison, he moved to South Carolina. And you got to think too, early two thousands. The internet was just starting. So nobody really, you know, like if you're doing a background check for employment, you're right. calling people, you know, like you're not really, you know, oh, well, and how easy is it at that point too to like put down a fake number mm-hmm. and then tell the person to call and then set up a meeting to like talk at a specific time right. and then be ready at that number, you know, kind of thing. And, you know, you, you can do that with pay phones too, you know, so I don't think... I don't know if prepaid cell phones were a thing back then, but I can't remember that far back, but so that's something that, you know, like I could see where he kind of got away with it. And it's one of those things too, is like the devil's hiding in plain sight that people don't see it. And he's got all this property and, you know, he got his pilot's license so he can fly. So that's something too, is like, to me, if he hadn't got caught, he's got a, his pilot's license. He's planning and uh, properties all over the country. You know, he's planning on going to killing spree and just flying around mm. himself. Right. Wow. So, I don't know. I feel like he kind of, he was a smart person, had a high IQ. But I also think, too, like, w- maybe because of his personality disorder, that he wasn't able to, like, ma- maturity and emotional levels weren't there that he was almost dominant in a in that aspect where you know like he couldn't control his outbursts so he made stupid mistakes that got him caught well i feel like it's common for serial killers to have high iqs um yeah yeah i I don't think it's yeah Yeah. because i think that's they say it's kind of right well and that's i I want to say john wayne gacy or somebody like him had a really high IQ. Yeah. Um, it was uh, Ted Bundy or Ted Bundy, yeah, one of those like seventies killers. Yeah. But I think well, well I don't think well, Gacy, the Unabomber was, was a um He was a professor. Unabomber was a professor. Yeah, right. that's right, 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 right. 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 Yeah. right. Yeah. And that's what and I I mean, there's several that have graduated from University of Michigan, which is mm-hmm. kinda scary yeah. too. But um it does seem- we seem to grow those kind of people. Yeah. I don't know. What? It's this it's this damn weather. You get seventy five one day and then twenty the next. <laughs> but you know what you is kind of funny was just the other day I was reading some reviews and I came across this woman who wrote a really bad review and it's like right. I'm gonna post this on every network, you know, every yeah thing and I thought isn't this lady afraid somebody's gonna <laughs> after her you know? like, yeah I don't know like who do you think you are you know yeah that's what yeah. I mean well I know too I can't remember it was I feel like when I was in college um the gummy bears ha- hashbro gummy bears Cassie do you Hasbro, know yeah. Hasbro yeah Hasbro no. gummy yeah. bears they had like the sugar free version or something like oh, that sugar free coke bottles it was no, 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 no. It was the gummy bears. And I'm, I I can't remember all the details off the top of my head, but maybe I can look it up real quick because it was like people started reviewing because whoever ate them, it gave them like 
massive diarrhea. <laughs> and it was like this huge thing because Oh no. PR nightmare. Yeah, because um see um uh, yeah, so it was like people were posting on like, yeah, I went on this this first date and I saw some gummy bears, so I started um let's see. <laughs> I started eating these gummy bears while I was on the date and all this kind of stuff. And then they were at this their first date type of thing. Yeah, it's the, the uh, sugar-free gummy bears. These were Amazon reviews, too. And this was, uh, let's see, well, back in 2014. So I don't so know. probably a user named me um, on there. Let's see. But, yeah, so there's maybe, like, maybe he was given Maybe he was given the people gummy bears. I don't think so, but there was like, I know one review, it was basically like they were on this first date and then they went back to the person's house and ended up having like massive diet. And like every single person that reviewed were like, do not eat these. These are death. <laughs> they're laxatives. Like, you will have hot lava coming out of you. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, I don't no. know if they're still posted on or not. Tell you what, Jesse, Jesse, one time. I don't know what the circumstances were, but Grandpa and I were at your house, uh-huh. and we turned on your TV, and it was a show about the school where everybody had massive diarrhea in the school. Oh, Does sound familiar? That was a, that was it's a, a movie. It was, it's a movie. Yeah, it's not a real. It's yeah, it's a like a mockumentary. Oh. It's like a yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. No, like, I'm thinking of the. Like it was oh, Grandpa the... and I were watching <laughs> this. We're like, what the hell are we watching? Yeah, we couldn't figure out how to. couldn't figure out how to change your channel because your TV goes by <laughs> in game mode or something. I don't know. I I'm pretty sure I can't remember what it's called. But I think it's called like oh, Dickheads or something like that. So I I can't remember. I feel like it's a Netflix it original. Dick. But it was. But to be clear, it was a mockumentary, and I'm pretty sure, and I, I mean, this is all, I'm trying to remember, this is all off the top of my head, so I could be completely wrong, but I'm pretty sure that was created because of the, the Harebro gummy bear situation. Whatever it's called. Interesting. The kids were literally having diarrhea all in the hallways, everywhere in the whole school. Yeah, yeah. yeah th- I remember. I remember. But it was a mockumentary, we, so it was. We were like, turn this off. How do you get their TV? It was not real. It was just a mocking thing. But um, here is one review for those gummy bears. Like, I'm. It was a super. It's a super long review, but it's from 2005, and the title of it is "See You in Hell, <laughs> Hell Bro, the Free Gummy Bears," or whatever you say. But they saw. They saw two bags of these, or they went to the um, oh, what are those uh, vending machines, and they got one of the bags, and two fell out. And they're like, "Oh, this is my lucky day. I got, I bought one. I got two. This is like, what a deal. This is my lucky day." So they walked to class, chewing on these the gummy bears, and they chewing on these abominable little bastards. That's what it says. Unaware of the other mayhem that they would. Soon unleash upon my poor, poor Amos. <laughs> These are hilarious. <laughs> that's a writer. Like that is an act. Like they, the, yeah. that person is an English so, major. Yeah. <laughs> and then it says, "I sat down at my desk as the professor informed us that due to the due to issues with cheating in the past, restroom breaks would be prohibited oh. until the completion of the exam." <laughs> So, oh my gosh. it says, I'll give you 10, the professor said, I'll give you 10 minutes to use the restrooms now. This will be your last chance, any takers. <laughs> the demon bears hadn't released their unholy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so. I think that professor so, was sorry. You yeah. <laughs> so, in, in my moments of ignorant foolishness, <laughs> I remained seated, still munching on those miniature bear-shaped bombs. So, yes. Yeah. So the so the exam started by question nine, or so the exam started. He started having the person, the whoever the reviewer is, started having some intestinal issues. By question was happening again, followed by sharp pain, 
And then um, it, it was, let's see, this is a really long review, so I'm like super abridging <laughs> it, but uh, question, my question 14, my worst fears was upon me. The Satan bears his burning hot, liquidy, dark magic crashed against my anal sphincter <laughs> like a tidal wave. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. In front of all yeah. those people. Yeah. <laughs> and he kept and fighting. The writer kept fighting through the exam, <laughs> clenching his butt cheeks with all of their might. Beads of sweat began rolling down my neck. Suddenly, a loud, gurgling <laughs> war cry came from my belly, and the entire class lifted their head. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. At this point, nothing mattered except expelling this ungodly presence in my bowels. Oh, no. With 15 questions left, I promptly wrote C for every answer and ran out of the classroom. My professor yelled something, but I was too preoccupied with the volcanic eruption that needed to be taken, to, needed to take place before I could find sweet sweet relief and so i hope she made it to the bathroom <laughs> um so yeah burst into the restroom like the kool-aid man and then oh yeah because it was empty <laughs> the sun yeah. rays from the adjacent windows shone upon the um handicap stall <laughs> as if it were a gift from god himself it took me less than 0.5 seconds to undo my belt buckle pull down my pants, and finally relax my weary buttocks upon the toilet seat. Yeah. It took absolutely no effort to expel this demon. Yeah. Almost immediately, the floodgates of hell were opened, and the damn liquefied souls of the entire bag's worth of gummy bears cried as they burned through my sphincter and into the watery abyss below. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I want this person to write an entire story. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> 18,674 people found this review helpful. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, I hope, let me see. Oh my god, I hope Harbro paid them. Don't eat them. Don't go out and try them now. <laughs> These ones were taken off the market because that is not the only review. I'm looking, there's a BuzzFeed, um, I'm, I'm looking right now, there's a BuzzFeed uh, story about it. Um, there's a review have... called, Just Don't, Unless It's a Gift for Someone You Hate. There, <laughs> there, yeah. What came out of me felt like someone tried to funnel Niagara Falls through a coffee straw. I swear <laughs> my sisters were screaming. Yeah. It felt like my delicate starfish was a gaping mall projectile vomiting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh I wouldn't have been able to, I wouldn't have been able to show my face in that, uh, um, yeah, one, one, well, hopefully one it was the final said, exam. Make sure you, oh, yeah, Denise, you would too. You'd come back and tell everybody every detail. <laughs> <laughs> one review says, make sure you buy OxyClean when you buy these. Because um, the OxyClean will get w with um, the, the tub of OxyClean will get the blood and diarrhea stains out of your underwear, clothes, your furniture, your hats, loved ones, and ceiling fan. <laughs> yeah. No. And then oh. one reviewer said, yep, believe the hype. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I saw the product reviews and told some co-workers, so we bought a bag, because who doesn't want to spend a work day on the toilet and get paid, right? It's not <laughs> their fault. Yeah, brought them in yesterday morning, and a bunch of the guys immediately downed a handful each. Within a half hour, they were in the bathroom. Best moment of the day was when one of them, who had been in the bathroom for half an hour by that point, Texted one of the others. If you think it's smart, it is not. <laughs> if you think the what? If you think it's a fart. If you think it's a fart, it's, it's not. not. Yeah. 
It is all true. That's what one person wrote. Don't eat more than 15 in one sitting unless you are trying to power wash your intestines. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. the new... Uh, yeah. When you got to go get a... Um, uh, oh, Colonoscopy. But that's yeah, actually like, kind of sad because, like, I'm sure so many diabetic people are like, "Yay, we can gummy bears!" <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I get gummy bears. Yeah. <laughs> so or like a parent who's like, "Oh, yeah, sugar-free. I can give it to my kid." Let's <laughs> test to yeah. diabetic. Give <laughs> out sugar-free a regular. Yeah, Aww. the regular ones were fine. It was just the sugar-free ones. I think oh, they have been changed the, I would hope um, so. <laughs> the ingredients on that one. I would hope so. So I just remember Matt and I, we spent hours <laughs> reading those reviews. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. So, moral story, pay attention to the Amazon reviews. Yeah. They are truthful. You can find truth in them. If it's a scary serial killer or it's gummy bears that want to kill your intestines. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Where do you guys come up with these stories? They're real. They're not made up. <laughs> it's actually happening. Oh, I want some of that. Give me some of that. Yeah, drink your wine. Yeah. Wow. Yes. So there you go. There's the the serial killer that was able to bring you some funny at the end, right? Yeah. Right. Amazon reviews. Well, we turned a murder story into a diarrhea. Uh, hilarious reviews. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do oh. remember. So I guess I I remember the Amazon killer, and then I remember uh, the story of them finding the like woman alive in the shipping container yeah but i don't remember yeah, i don't I, remember them ever being connected like i i guess i just wasn't paying attention but i didn't realize those were the same guy yeah so and i i don't remember him having the the name amazon review killer mm -hmm. at the time but i do remember the news stories of kayla brown being um right found chained inside the um shipping container mm -hmm. I do remember hearing about that but i know i mean yeah, I don't remember hearing about that. But I have been watching that documentary on the um, "I'll Be Gone in the Night." I'll be gone in the dark. Yeah, the Golden and Gate Killer. Back in the seventies, when these girls were being raped, mm -hmm. guys maybe went to jail for like maybe 30, 90 days. Mm -hmm. you yeah, know? Mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. what you got for raping somebody. Well, even know? even and now, it's always, not a bad like, punishment. Well, what were you doing out at night? You know, what were you right. wearing? It was, it was blaming the victim. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which yeah. that so is something, that's why I wanted to bring up with this one, is that what this 14-year-old girl that he raped as a kid, as 15, um, he basically friend her. You know, I think most rapists do. They friend their victims. Like, if you tell anybody, I'm going to kill you, I'll kill your family. But she talked, and within hours, he was arrested. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, right. there and is a lesson learned. Yeah, right. teach the children. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. Well, that's Don't why I think... he got 15 years in jail. That was a lot at that time. Yeah, but right. Other, and other than that, when these girls in this document, uh, back in the 70s, most of their families didn't want them to come forward. Right, you know, because it was, it was an embarrassment. Well, so it right. was kind of like, oh, we got raped, we'll go back and don't say nothing to nobody, you know? Right, well, right. It was like, so, let's cover it up because now you, you know, you've been deflowered or, you yeah, know, like you're, you've been right, right. you're not, yeah. Well, not even, right. so dad, the whole, the, the title of Michelle McNamara's book and the docuseries is I'll Be Gone in the Dark, but the quote is from Golden State Killer. He, he would tell them, don't don't go to the cops. Don't do anything because you'll be silent forever, and I'll be gone in the dark. So that was the full yeah, quote. Right. That was how he would threaten people: was that he was going to kill them, and they wouldn't know who he was. Right, and he'd be gone. Yep. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it was like it was they would he, they would threaten these women with you know killing them or their family to scare them enough to believe that he somehow 
knew how to get around being arrested. Right. Yeah, well, so I, I don't want to ruin well, the story, was, but he ended up, he was a cop. A cop. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And then that's why he knew what to do and how to do it. Right. Too. Right. That's um, how he got a surveillance. But he wasn't a good cop because yeah, he was to cover all everything up. But he, but he was a dirty cop from the mm-hmm. beginning. He got fired, right? Um, yeah. right. as well too. So, but so That's with um, Todd Kolhap, um, I was just looking on the Wikipedia page too. So the judge in the case back when he was um, for the kidnapping conviction said that he was very bright and should be advanced academically, but behaviorally and emotionally he was dangerous and it likely would not be able to be rehabilitated um so well, and his why would he often, well and that's i think that's why he got such a big sentence or um uh, prison sentence was because they kind of saw the danger in him um right. but then his and probation officer wrote a similar description in the court papers and then added that he felt the world owed him something that uh, Kolhep thought the world um, felt that he the world owed him something. Um, they all did. Yeah, most narcissists His attorney in the case later Rapist yeah. cannot be, you can't be, can't go to rehab. Right. You should not no. be a rapist. You know, you, and that, and most, you, and like you said, that he was abused as a child. Once you've been raped, you you do that harm to other people. Mostly. Well, and that's a, and that's what I was well, thinking too. Like I, nothing really sh- said that he was sexually abused. It's just that he was abused, mm-hmm. like physically abused. So and and I do believe. Well, we don't know, but I think you can be sexually abused as a child. That doesn't right. mean you're going to be a sexually no. abusing children. No, but today's world. There's signs to look forward and things right, to right. There's red flags that people are know, more aware where, of. Right. Back then, you know, people just didn't talk about it. So right. there was, was nothing, nobody to go to to try to get help. Right. And but I, I, anybody that it, uh, assaults a child or sexually right. or just there's no rehabilitation towards that. No. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think something too is that like, you know, his attorney <laughs> at the time. Said, hey, this is a 15-year-old, and it was a 14-year-old girl, so it wasn't like a predatory type mm-hmm. of thing, you know. But he also he did it at gunpoint, so you know, like right, that's a right. serious crime he, too. But he raped her. It wasn't like, okay, she was in, she was okay with it, but she was a child. Right. You know exactly. I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So like he forced himself on her 100 percent at gunpoint. Which, so. if she was 14 and he was 20. It doesn't yeah. really matter if she wanted it or not. She was a child. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we see that now, especially with like the Larry Nasser, you're starting to see that kids they know but they don't fully know that it's wrong. Or they, they just I think too, it's like in that kind of a situation where you have a older predator kind of thing, the kids know it's wrong, but they can't they're in shock and can't wrap their heads around that kind of a situation. Well, here's the here's something too to all of our listeners. We're talking. This episode is about the Amazon review killer. We're talking about reviews. Leave us a review. Yeah. Leave us some comments. Yes, leave us a review. Segue. No. Even if it is a one star review, tell us what we can improve on. We want those those uh, criticisms. The constructive criticism. We want the bad reviews so that we can fix it. We would also love the good reviews, but, you know, rate us a five star. That's our favorite. (laughs) But not if you've murdered somebody. Like, share, and subscribe. Right. Mm -hmm. And leave us a comment and review. Send us an email at thefamilyschoolofthought at gmail.com. Yeah. Give us some topics that you'd like us to discuss. And if you are a serial killer, you know. Go that route, give us some clues, and we'll pepper them in. Well, we could I was saying, yeah, it'd be like a zodio. You could be a special guest on our show. Yeah. We could pick your brain. We would, right, <laughs> right, exactly. Well, ask all the questions. I don't think you guys want to invite that. Kind of- <laughs> <laughs> no. 
I don't think you really are prepared for that because there has been killers who have done interviews. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking too. This one reminded me the Amazon review killer. Like they're out in the open basically admitting kind of what they've done. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Zodiac killer was out there writing letters to the newspaper. And yeah, so it's just kind of. He wanted to get caught. He right there he put his identities in each of the letters and basically begged people to figure out who he was and we still don't know right some people people say that it's a guy named gary but it's not confirmed because he's Hmm. dead i thought it was jake gyllenhaal didn't he play the zodiac killer or was he just in the movie It is Jake Jake Gyllenhaal. He's in, yes, he's in the movie, but he's not the Zodiac killer. He's He's the the person who's trying to, no. He's the reporter who's trying to figure out who he is. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. Mm. You know what he did wrong? He murdered Taylor Swift's heart. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Took her virginity. He kept her smart. Yeah. Scarf. She still wants her sweater back. It's a scarf. Her scarf. 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 Yeah. (laughs) Oh. Okay, guys. I know. I think it's a good, I think good episode. Wrap it up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We're all over the place tonight. But anyway. Lots of reviews for being all over the place, though, right? Yes. You know? All right. Um, thanks, guys. Thanks Love for all being of part of our family. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being part of our family. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe and send us your thoughts. Okay? See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.